White Hot Magazine, one of the world's leading platforms and institutions for contemporary art. Visit us online at whitehotmagazine.com and follow us on social media. It's great. Uh, today I have Mr. Doodle and uh, your wife, Elena, is that right? That's right, yeah. How are you, Elena? Yeah, yes, very good, thank you. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Um, so glad you guys could join me today. Um, so I had some questions for Mr. Doodle. Would, should I call you Mr. Doodle or should I call you by your first name? Uh, Sam or Mr. Doodle's fine, whatever you prefer. Okay. Well, um, when did you start doodling? Uh, I think my uh, earliest memory of doodling is when I was about three or four years old. Um, my parents bought me a small square sketchbook and I filled it up with little uh, crayon drawings of frogs and waterfalls and um, little animals and things. And I would just spend uh, long times uh, doodling in that small sketchbook, just making the most of each page really and really enjoying it. And then, um... Is doodling something um, that's kind of continued to be an obsession or did you find it kind of relaxing or what was it that that brought you closer to doodling? I think when I first started uh, doodling uh, I found it almost like an escape and uh, a, a form of just expressing myself. Uh, I did find it quite relaxing um, but it soon became quite obsessive with how I would start to draw over all my clothes and um, over everything that I owned, um, all my walls and floors and things. And uh, slowly I just realized that uh, I love doodling more than anything else. And it just became uh, a sort of big passion of mine. Um, it's still relaxing to do it, but it's just something that is almost a, a need to do it's it's uh, it's like breathing it's just uh, something that I've got to do as much as I can really right so talk a little bit more about some of those uh, little images and characters and animals and things that were showing that we can kind of see within your doodles yeah so uh, I often draw robots and aliens um, and dogs uh, and little spacemen and things um, they're really just things that, that they're sort of, they start with just shapes that I like to draw, like circles and squares, and I find them quite therapeutic to draw. And then I quickly decide that they, they look like certain creatures that I, I want them to become. And I slowly um, morph them into these creatures by giving them faces and arms and legs and things. And uh, really my favorites uh, are the ones I said, but also sort of monkeys and um, dinosaurs and little DJ characters and just all, all sorts of things that can look quite animated. I like making characters that are quite expressive and that look like they're moving even though it's a still uh, flat image that I'm creating. Mm. Interesting. And um, do you kind of have artists that inspire you or are you just kind of inspired by reality or where does your where does this imagery come from? Yeah, uh, when I was younger, 
my favorite sort of source of inspiration was uh, video games. I draw a lot of inspiration even now from these games that I play when I was younger, like uh, Crash Bandicoot, uh, Super Mario, and those kind of um, cartoonish adventure games were really where most of my uh, visual inspiration came from. But as I grew older, I began to learn more about artists like uh, Keith Haring and uh, uh, Banksy and Basquiat. And uh, those are some of my favorite artists to, to look at. Mm -hmm. I just um, what they what they've done with their work is um, just like really amazing with how they've taken their visual language and uh, almost expanded it to the, its full potential. And I love uh, artists that sort of run with the style and really make that style explode. Mm -hmm. I see some similarities with Basquiat and Keith Haring and some other artists in your style, but I also see a very original style that I don't see other artists in. And I kind of like that where it just comes out of somebody's imagination. Um, and when people are looking at your work, is there anything that you want them to experience or is that just kind of whatever, however they experience? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I guess I want them to have a feeling of fun and happiness when they look at my work because that's how I feel when I create the work and I want people to share that experience with me. Um, but really what they see in the work is up to them. There's plenty of sort of stories in there that I can find but it's up to people it's individual interpretation to explore um, what they see fit for themselves mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. and you call it doodles or doodling and that's something that I haven't heard in a while people usually want to call it drawing or something that has like more of an uppity kind of feeling to it is there a reason why you gravitate to Mr. Doodle or calling it doodling yeah, uh, I think doodling is is sort of the most um, primitive form of artwork. It's like what cavemen would do on walls like millions of years ago. And uh, it's it's really just uh, uh, like the ultimate um, easiest way to create artwork and easiest way to express yourself. And that's what I like about it is that it's so accessible to people. And I feel like everyone can do a doodle in some form and therefore everyone can create artwork. And my works, a lot of it's about kind of um, pushing doodles to be seen as a true form of art. Mm. Um, before, before I get to the other question, I wanted to, Elena's still there, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you if you collaborate with him on his doodles or if you spend a lot of time watching him doodle like how does your relationship work well they started from uh doodles i think because i spotted him on instagram a modern story of our lives and we started talking about art discussing our ideas because i was an illustrator back then and then since then, we're talking about drawings and doodling every day. And now after our wedding, we actually collaborate together. I became Mrs. Doodle. I call her Sam's Doodle. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. you're actually Mrs. Doodle. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And is all the work that you do uh, um, collaborative or are you now both doing separate doodles? Uh, so Elena um, colors in my doodles. So usually I work in, in black and white and 
Elena colors in with in different um, styles of coloring. Sometimes it's like dots and dashes and doodle like squiggles and things and, and colors in my, my work um, and brings color into my black and white world. Mm. Am I able to get a t-shirt of your, of some of this? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> because this whole podcast is not worthwhile unless I can get a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> I do like art t-shirts though. And I could, I could, I think it would be amazing to, do you have uh, like an online place where people can buy uh, uh, things like that? Yeah, we're just working on revamping the whole thing. So um, the online shop should have uh, a, a range of new products, uh, including t-shirts and clothing that we hope to launch in sort of mid-December this year. And what's the website? Uh, it's mrdoodleshop.com. Okay, great. Um, and then uh, I wanted to ask you if there was, a, I, I did notice that some of your work went to auction. Um, was that, that seems like kind of a big deal going to a major auction? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, it's great for me because uh, what I love most about it is that uh, other doodlers around the world can look at that and think, wow, my, like their, their doodles can also make it into such a um, like major setting. Was um, it Sotheby's or Christie's? Yeah, it was Sotheby's, yeah. Ah. And it was something like $250,000 auction? Uh, there was a range of different ones. There was one, there was one we did at Sotheby's, like an exhibition, and there was a Christie's auction of uh, a caravan that was recently uh, sold. And there's, there's been a few different ones. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, and what is, do you have, uh, other than the auction, do you have an accomplishment that really stands out in your career that you, you were really proud of or you thought was a something that you got really excited about, like almost like a moment where you realized that something was really happening? Um, yeah, uh, I mean, there was a, I did a 50 hour doodle marathon once, which I was really pleased with because I managed to stay up for like 50 hours without falling asleep and um, and without taking a break from drawing over a, a big shop in London, uh, that was that was a, like a major uh, feeling of accompli accomplishment for myself. But then also, I feel like I'm currently in a big accomplishment, which is uh, the process of doodling over my whole house, which oh. is my main project at the moment. Whoa. Um is that the photo that I saw where it was like the floor and the ceiling and the walls were all doodled on? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that would have prob probably been it. Oh, that's amazing. So then, what? so is that what's coming up for you? Or do you have something else you want to tell people about? That's sort of the next thing that I think people should look out for is uh, probably, hopefully early next year, we'll be releasing uh, a, a documentary film about the whole process of doodling over my house. And there'll also be uh, a time-lapse of the whole thing as well, uh, which uh -huh. is pretty cool. It's looking uh, quite good at the moment. So oh. it might be my sort of best piece of work that I've done. Excellent. Okay, well, promise to stay in touch with me. And I'm really honored that you guys would come out and tell people about what you're up to. I know a lot of people are gonna listen to this and enjoy it. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, no, great. It's, it's been a pleasure. Okay, well, check in at White Hot Magazine, and if you get a chance, send me that T-shirt. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Okay, <laughs> talk to you in a bit. Okay, thank you. Cheers. Take care, guys.
Take bye care. Bye. Thanks. Bye. bye.